everything is broken or it is in the process of breaking. Our media is broken. Academia seems to be shredded. Institutions dead. And American trust has been cast out into the ocean just like that Titanic sub-tragedy of recent. I get up, go through the morning routine, get to the desk, turned on the social media, because of course that's what turns on right when the computer opens. And the first item to pop up in my feed was this. It's an LGBTQIA march. Breasts are hanging out. Uh, men scantily clad. Um, you heard them say, we hear we're here, we're coming for your children. Uh, you know. that That's what greeted me <laughs> this morning when I get up. And what's crazy to me, it's as if we will not be happy. Humanity in the U.S. will not be happy until we break everything, including the world's children. Welcome to Cross at the Capitol. It's June 26, 2023, and I am your host, Mr. Autry J. Pruitt. This show is the bridge between policy and prayer. We, people of faith, are being called to adjust our mindsets to meet the unique challenges of the moment. Our podcast question today is, should children honor adults by default? Now, full disclosure... When you break down the video clip, it appears as if only a few people are actually saying, we're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. I don't want to leave you with the impression that the everybody in the march was saying that that was not the case. It's only a few of them. But nevertheless, we've all seen the floods of videos uh, where people from the LGBTQIA plus crowd have said they are targeting children. We have seen the books that this community has offered up to schools that target children. Um, rarely have I heard of anyone from the LGBTQIA plus community even push back against their cohorts who claim to target children. I play this clip because it's illustrative of the moment that we're in. And the moment that we're in is that we have accepted the notion that it's okay to damage children, to damage kids. And it's not just LGBTQI plus community. We'll get there. In a moment, I'm reminded of Matthew 19, verse 14, when Jesus said, Let the children alone and do not hinder them from coming to me, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Also, Deuteronomy 5, 16. You know the commandment? 
honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you on the land which the Lord God gave you. And I wonder, have we reached a time, and I've been thinking to myself, have we considered if we even deserve the honor anymore? What if your father and mother don't deserve it? Do they just get it by default? There used to be a general respect for adults, but when I listened to that clip, because make no mistake about it, these are grown-ass people in this clip. When I listen to that clip, I wonder, have we gone so far that adults don't even deserve respect anymore? Is that where we are? We adults have abandoned our children in totality so much that we don't deserve respect, that we don't deserve honor. Yet many of us walk around demanded, demanded, especially on our side, on the more conservative side of the aisle. We look at the, and we can't, uh, we, we, we can't understand why these children are just so disrespectful. We can't understand why they are like they are. I'm a part of, you know, when you, when you go through uh, TikTok, it has an algorithm and it sorts you through. And I am obviously sorted through as an adult. And one of the things that often trends are these kids that have disrespect and, I, I, I hear parents talk about, that's why you need to beat your kids. You need to bring back spanking. You need to do this. You need to do that. We have respect for kids, but, but we had respect for parents. We had respect for adults. But guess what? The adults cared about you. The reason why you had respect for your parents or why you had respect for adults in general was because there was some sense of, okay, I, I see an adult. That's an adult there. And what's crazy now is that oftentimes you can't tell the difference absent gray hair between who's the adult and who's the child. And a lot of that is because children are having kids. We adults have abandoned kids. When you want to say, why aren't kids respecting us? Why aren't we being honored? It's because we have disrespected kids. When those of us in the faith community want to look at children and say, why kids aren't coming to church? Why don't they see? Because they see how we act. They see how we talk. They see how we walk. They see how we behave. And worst of all, they see what we allow to be done to them. It is we adults who have allowed our cities to be unsafe for children. I remember you would go outside and ride your bike all day long. You could go anywhere all day long. You could go to a, 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 a playground all day long. One of the last playgrounds I found in Florida when my daughter was living with me before the divorce there was a playground in florida about a block and a half up from the house a church playground and it was just open and you could go there at any time 
And something just said to me the other day, I wonder what's going on over there. You know, I wonder what that neighborhood's like now. And this is no more than two and a half, three years ago. Anyway, and so, so I drove. I went by there and I drove. And I noticed it was all fenced in now. No trespassing. We've put up gates and walls. We won't put one at the border, but we'll put it around at the playground. <laughs> That's what's crazy. We adults are, have allowed our cities to be unsafe. We adults have closed it off so children can't feel free to roam and play in cities. Because we adults have supported policies which have done exactly that. And we continue to support policies. Not only are we allowing children to get hurt, but we're teaching some children that it's okay to be hurt by other children. Let me explain. I know we see the videos of these 14-year-old, 13-year-old, 15-year-old boys, and in some cases girls, come up and sucker punch another girl, right? Or they come up and they, uh, you know, beat an old lady. And we think that's disgusting. And it is disgusting. And we're enraged, and we should be enraged. But what is absolutely crazy is that we forget that those are children too. Children don't naturally grow up. It's very rare, unless there's some kind of mental deficiency, that children grow up wanting to sucker punch somebody in the face. If you ever dealt with any little kids at any point of time, they want to run up and hug anybody. They want to trust any adult. They want to reach out their hands and get a hug. And instead of reaching out their hands and getting a hug, now we are at a state where children want to reach out and punch somebody in the face. And I'm blaming us. I'm blaming we adults. Because we have abandoned the responsibilities. Because instead of marching in the street. To try to make sure our children are safe. We march in the street for anything. Anything else. But to, in fact our marches oftentimes Are for the children not to be safe. We're, we, we have put ourselves in a. I want you to understand this. When these boys, most time it's boys, but sometimes lately it's been girls that are 15 and 16 years old get arrested for doing something absolutely heinous, such as beating up an old lady, such as just beating up a guy because they're Asian. Do you remember... Back in the 2016 election, where these kids got a hold of a mentally challenged boy. And they put his face in pee, in piss, and we recoiled in horror. 
mainstream media or whatever, legacy media, ignored it largely. But we recoiled in horror. Do you remember that? Over and over again, we see stuff like that. And then we have to crack down. We lock the children up that did it. These crazy teenage boys. You've seen the pictures. Oh, so-and-so just got shot in Chicago. And you see the faces of the acne-filled faces of the kids. Those are kids we're putting in prison. Now, the left solution is to have no bail. Don't put anybody in jail. Let everybody get away with everything. Which is not the right solution. But we have to remember, when you see these young faces, these are kids. These kids didn't grow up. They weren't birthed into the earth wanting to do that. They're not birthed into the earth. Let let me explain this. How do I explain this? The sins that you are born with are not the sins that cause you to cause harm to someone else directly. They're selfish sins. So, for example, you may be born with the inclination to want something and just to take it, to snatch it. Right? But you're not born with the notion of, oh, I want to reach out, take it, and snatch it, and in order to do the snatching, I'm going to bash the old lady in the head first. That's not something you're born with. That's something that's created. So we've got to understand that, that the human nature of being born is the selfish nature. And so we try to teach both in society at large and in churches how we overcome that. But when you get into the violent nature, right, that doesn't happen one-on-one. That happens in a group ethos. It can happen where a mob mentality takes hold. But that's not the nature of children. That's not the nature of kids. It's something that we have done. And so we adults don't deserve any honor because we allowed our cities to be unsafe. We've allowed children to think it's normal for them to be unsafe. And then we continue to not teach kids. So then we're forced to put young kids acting filled faces in jail to the point where think about this, where there have been kids interviewed that went to jail or juvenile when they're 13 or 14 years old. Right. Then they're transferred to an adult prison and then they get out when they're 35, 40. Even sometimes even 28, 29, they get out. And they don't even really remember what they did. They sort of remember it vaguely, but it's a 13-year-old memory. I mean, it's the memory of a 13-year-old. That's a better way for me to say it. I want you to think about that. Think about what we did during COVID. 
we've raised an entire group of children who are afraid of the world. Who are, have a hard time speaking. They're inarticulate. You meet some little kids now and even some kids and they seem socially more malnourished, socially malnourished than they they've been in the past. Why is that? Because they walked around with a covering over their face. Because we knew that facial expressions, the minute, the the unseen, the the things that we don't really can't capture, right? The, the the little strong facial expressions make up so much more of communication than just the verbal or the written. And we know this to be true because that's why modeling exists. If you've ever met some, I, I recently met. Victoria's Secret model and 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 some other models, and in in talking with them, one of the things I notice when they take a picture, and their pictures are so great, is because they've mastered the art of manipulating the very small, very minute facial curvatures and facial animations to. To, to, to convey a meaning of love, romance, anger, frustration, whatever the case may be, onto the camera. That's how we know facial expressions work. We knew that children looked at people's faces and to, to learn and to gather information and to see the smile. And we deprived anywhere from, what, 7 million infants to... 20, 25 million children total that were born or raised in this COVID era of humanity. And now all of a sudden we think we walk around as adults and we deserve honor just because we have some life experience, just because we're, and look at what we did. We did this to kids. We did it to kids. We're worried about girls and social media, right? We did this. We allowed social media to become a pariah and destroy our young women. We did it. We took away recess. For some reason, we believed it was okay to keep young boys cooped up in in behind a desk. And we take away recess and lower recess and you can't do tag. Yeah, all the outlets that used to be so so a male child could get out that that testosterone energy. We took it away. And said, no, you sit here and you play a video game. And we think we deserve some respect and honor. Ooh, you know what another one is? Right. Before I get it, does your vote at the ballot box dictate you deserve the honor of being an adult, of being respected, of being an elder? (laughs) We allow all this crap to be put in our food. Names we can't even pronounce. Because somehow we have fooled ourselves into believing that freedom means a company can either by commission or omission mislead the public. That's not corporate freedom. Freedom requires, this is not a show about freedom, but 
This is one thing we don't seem to understand. Freedom requires transparency on both the part who desires to act on the part of freedom, right, and the people who are being acted upon. Freedom requires a two-way point of transparency. The framers understood this when building our Constitution. But, but let's look at corporate. We want to talk about the free market. Well, companies can make food and they can, yes, but it has to be free. Freely transparent and honest. If, for example, high fructose corn syrup is messing with the receptors and it's not good for you, then we should actually, let, let me check that. Let me give you a better example. Let me give you a better example. Smoking, right? We all understood that tobacco companies and adults can make choices. And this is why the smoking thing sort of bothers me, how we deal with smoking. The companies were hiding information, they're hiding studies, but it, it all came out. And the company said, listen, we know, alcohol companies, listen, we know this is not, alcohol companies do something similar. We know this is not good for you, right? but it's a product we offer your adult, enjoy your life. It's not good for you. You should do it in moderation, but enjoy your life. Hey, these are the real facts that happen with tobacco use. This is the real kind of cancer that can be caused through heavy nicotine use, particularly smoked, right? We know this. And so then you make a conscious decision as an adult. But when it comes to kids, we allow all sorts of stuff in our cereal, all sorts of stuff in these processed foods, and 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 all under the guise of freedom, which we'll talk about some other day. But the point is, we're hurting our children, and we somehow think we deserve respect. We don't even feed our kids appropriate food. They're not even getting nourishment. We're allowing children to grow up to think it's okay to be fat. Oh, that's cute. The child can't damn breathe. The child is struggling to breathe up, going up one flight of steps or two flights of steps. And somehow we think little Johnny or little Susie or Tyrone or Derek or whomever is cute because they're a little bit chubby. We think it's okay to have them walk around with a 16 ounce thing of soda. And by the way, the solution isn't what Mayor Bloomberg wanted to do in New York. That's not the solution. The solution is, one, to be honest with ourselves and not allow a bunch of crap in our food, right? And then the other solution is for there to be parents. The state cannot be a substitute for parents. You see what's happening right now, right? That march, that march that I just played for you, that clip, that clip I played, Those are adults. We're here. We're queer. Some said we're coming for your children. The act, most of them are saying we're here. We're queer. We're not going shopping. You got thousands of adults marching. Thousands of adults marching saying we're here. We're queer. We're not going shopping or we're coming from your children. This is crazy. This is insane. Right. And yet we like we we're okay with that, but kids walk around, uh, walk around with with, with 
a cup full, chuck full of sugar. We need to require parents to be parents. And we need to arrest ourselves and think about what we're doing and who we are. Let me give you an example of this. And this hurt me. I'm not coming out for anybody right this second in terms of an election. But I found out something um, that Ron DeSantis held a fundraiser. This is insane. He held a fundraiser. And the fundraiser, one of the hosts for the fundraiser was Mark Lampkin. Now, Mark Lampin is a registered registered lobbyist for um, the COVID-19 vaccine manufacturer Moderna. But he was also a registered lobbyist, or is, for the pharmaceutical manufacturer, uh, I think it's called Abivay. And they're the maker of the youth gender transitioning drug Lupron. Now this guy just hosted a fundraiser for Ron DeSantis. The lobbyist who lobbies on behalf of the pharmaceutical manufacturer held a fundraiser. Him and like five other people, maybe six, held a fundraiser for the maker, I mean, for DeSantis. Mark Lampkin held a fundraiser for Governor DeSantis, and Mark Lampkin represents the company that makes the youth gender transitioning drug Lupron. Now, in case you haven't heard of this, I want you to understand how much we're effing up our children. Lupron is an injectable medication that suppresses puberty. Now, some, it it wasn't, I don't believe it was developed strictly for, originally for suppressing puberty at will. It um, It was developed, I believe, what is that thing called? Precocious? Uh, puberty is that what's called? Let me look this up. Let me look it up live. Let me just look it up live right here. Uh, is that what it's called? Pre- precocious puberty. I need to look up. There's actually a disease that uh, takes place, and uh, let me see if I can find it here. I I apologize, folks. I I just want to see if I um. Yeah, so there's a disease. That's what it is. It's called pre, I think it's called precocious or it's precocious puberty, okay? This is from the Mayo Clinic. Precocious puberty is when a child's body begins changing into that of an adult. It becomes puberty too soon, all right? So, um, and you've seen it. There's been a couple of actors, I think, that's had it, but every now and then you'll see a kid who's like, 10 or 11 years old and they look like they're like 20 or they look like they start or they're at six years of age and they're about to go. It looks like they're a girl and they're about to start going. Into, it, it, it. So that's the drug was, was developed to treat, to actually 
um, treat that condition, an actual medical condition, right? And now the, the children's hospital, get this, BC Children's Hospital, and this must be in California, they have a they have something called the gender gender clinic and their hospital basically offers lupron um it's an intro intramuscular injection um given into the mid thigh to help suppress puberty This is what we have put into kids. And get this, every three to four weeks, you have to put this injection in. Or if you get the higher dose one, you do it every 13 weeks, every three months. It's $425. So if you have a kid, this is what we're saying. This is what we adults are saying. If you have a kid, a nine-year-old, a 10-year-old, and you have somehow been bamboozled into believing that your kid who is a male or female shouldn't be a male or a female, they're actually a, a, a woman trapped in a male's body or a male trapped in a woman's body, whatever the case may be, You actually can go to a doctor and get a medication injected into your kids to block them from growing. And the person who represents this company held a fundraiser for Governor DeSantis. And it was was like nothing to see here. Move along home. I'm not sure if we deserve the respect we ask for as adults. I'm just not sure if we do. If you have, there's some solutions. There's some solutions. Because the question is, okay, Autry, you've laid this out. What the heck can we do? What the hell can we do immediately? What can we do as society? There's tons of things. There's tons of things. One, if you have a small business, What we need to do is we need to have policies in our small businesses which encourage relationships with children, with parents, with their kids that promote those relationships. I don't know if it's bringing kids to work. I don't know if it's daycare. By the there's we got to develop policies in our small businesses that force us to look and care as businesses for children. That fosters parents or that promotes, let me say it like that because I don't want to be confused with foster parents, that promotes parents taking off time to be with their kids. And the reason we need that policy is because the kids can then, when they grow up and they realize their parents did that, when those kids grow up out of their small business and they go into larger corporate America, they will bring those values with them there. We need to reorient our mindset in our communities that when we see children in distress, we don't ignore them. And it's rough because I, I just like you, I'm like, holy crap. These parents are not welcoming 
They don't want you doing it. But if you see a child in distress, and distress can present itself as sick, distress can be perceived itself as fat. If you see a t- child in distress, we don't ignore the problem. Is it possible to talk to the parents about the problem? If you see a parent struggling with a kid and they're crying or maybe they're yelling or maybe can we go up and say, hey, how can I help you out? Want me to help you load some groceries in the car? When we see a child in distress, we need to first acknowledge that child is in distress, recognize it, and and try to immediately think of what can we do to help. Obviously, if the child's can be stranger, it's harder. The child's closer to you, like at a church or at a community center or school, it's easier. If you're a teacher and the kids are fat, right, what can we do to promote? We need to remove processed foods out of our school system, including vending machines. And then as a society, we need to reorient ourselves to parents taking care of their kids. This is so important. It is not society's job to take care of your children. It's our jobs. It sucks. I'm a divorced father. I know this. It's hard to do. There's not a night. I I, I go to sleep and I'm, you know, I'm trying to think, what can I do? But we've got to remember that. That it's not government's job to take care of our kids. And when we make government policy, we need to make it expressly with that in mind. Well, if you enjoyed this program, send it right now to someone you know. My name is Archer J. Pruitt. This has been Cross at the Capitol. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever you may get your shows. Remember, wisdom is the main thing. And with all that getting, get an understanding. See you tomorrow.